We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. To Henry's guys here on this Thursday night. If you're listening to this Friday morning, it's the Oxford Exxon podcast. But this is Henry's guys, brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Neil McCready. That's Chase Parham. We were with you about I don't know 11 hours ago. Here we are. We're back. The so way- much has changed. So much has changed. It's a brand new world than it was this morning. We'll get into all of that and more. But first, I want to tell you that. Comer and Southern, same company, same products, same people, just different names. If you are in the Oxford, Tupelo area, get in touch with the people at Comer, 662-801-1777. If you're in, you know, DeSoto County, Hernando, Memphis, that area, um, get in touch with the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. I know it's probably brutally cold out tonight if you're... Heating system isn't working, you know. But, believe it or not, the way this works, it's January, which means February follows, and then March, and then April, and then you start to need your air conditioning. Won't be long before you want to get that air conditioner just tested, make sure that it's ready to roll. Touch base with the people at at Comer and Southern, and they will take great care of you. And please make sure you tell them that you heard about them here on uh, the podcast. We're in the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. We will open up the Rafters Music and Food Hotline a little bit later on. Our Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to stop in, have a burger, a po' boy, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, cool atmosphere, all of that and more at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and uh, Rafters in New Albany. Chase, before we uh, get rolling, tell the people about what's going on at Oxford Exxon and Blue Sky. 
Hope you took advantage of some lunch specials this week. You know, those are two sides of bread, 32-ounce drinks for $5.69. Also, still trying to give you the 10 bucks. All you have to do to do that is take a picture with uh, your phone there, the QR code at the pump, any Blue Sky location throughout Mississippi, including the Oxford Exxon. 1,000 points. It opens up the Exxon Mobile app. You get $10, including there at the pump. You're filling up right at the moment. So, uh, again, that's uh, all Blue Sky locations, including the Oxford Exxon here locally on Highway 6 West. So, uh, a lot of basketball on the night. ULM getting hammered on the TV. Uh, we're just setting them up. Just setting them up. See, here we come. Just cut it to 17. Still the first half, too. Ooh. Yeah, I know. We've got lots of time. Lots of time. Look yeah. at that. that is, if that's not the most athletic-looking basketball team you've ever seen. Look at those guys. Look at this. Watch this break. Watch him. Skies up. Jam-packed crowd. Two Troy guys go after it. They can't get what to it. What is their arena called? That is Ewing Coliseum. Okay. Is that what it is? Ewing Coliseum. Yes, sir. Suns and Mavs on uh, TV One. 26 all on that one. Yeah. Electric. Luka Doncic, former ULM grad. Is he not? I'm sorry. I, he should have. He should have gone to ULM. I think they'd offered him. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd, he'd have been happy. Cut it to 16 now. Uh, Ole Miss women's basketball tonight. I guess they get started here in a few minutes, right? 7 o'clock. I'll look for that in a second. Yeah. Um. So we, we Fill fin- the people in on what they missed today. So this morning, what you've missed. Let me tell you what you've missed. So there's a BYU Instagram. And if you look at it carefully and you squint just right, okay, you squint just right and you look in the far left-hand corner of the top of the Instagram, there's a hidden message. Is it like where you would play the records backwards to get the satanic thing or whatever it was yeah. that they, yeah. they, they would play? Yeah. Yeah. So Trig, <laughs> he tweeted something about BYU. It was like, what if or something? Yes. Is that right? That's right. It's a hypothetical. Or is it? If it, if they both go to BYU, I'm just gonna go. Okay, fine, yeah, I'm done. Sure. Like moving on. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the only BYU thing- felt good about the visit I saw today. <laughs> yeah, they did. I keep waiting for someone to go. Yeah, that visit was shitty. That sucked. <laughs> we hated that kid. He hated us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that never happens. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Yancey tried too hard that day on Devin Brown, but he wasn't completely wrong when he made up the quote. I mean, that was pretty much probably what Devin would have said. Pretty, pretty close to it. <laughs> the gist was was accurate. Yeah, I mean, he may have poured it on a little too thick, which is probably what led to the trouble. That and the fact that he made didn't up you just the quote. Have a, didn't you just have a really great and exciting weekend at Ole Miss? Really ate a lot of good food things? Yes. I ate a lot of really good fruits and had a big, exciting weekend at Ole Miss, John Doe said. Um, okay, and then the, and, and people are right here. Uh, his his girlfriend, I suppose it's his girlfriend, in, back in Utah, she Instagrammed or tweeted a picture, I'm not sure, maybe both, of him in an Ole Miss uniform with uh, Hottie Toddy. Hottie Toddy. I think correct. she misspelled Hottie because she spelled it H-O-T-T-I-E. They have both. Well, no, but – I thought she did it on purpose. She did. She was saying hottie, yeah. like he's hot. And she yes. put the little eyeball things there. However, he did misspell hottie toddy a couple days ago. Did he? Yeah. Well, maybe that's something to be right He said hottie with D's. Well, maybe that's a sign. Oh, with D's. 
Yeah. So he wants to go to Duke. See? You never know how this thing's going to turn out. He wants to go to Duke. But he wanted to play for David Cutcliffe. And then he found out David Cutcliffe's not there anymore, and that threw this off. Okay. Yep. Otherwise, guys, like, nothing. No, this Seriously, nothing. The only thing of of any news today is Isaiah Neor, the wide receiver from from Wyoming. He was. He – he actually signed with Texas. They have a downtown. Austin has a downtown. Yeah, so we found out today that downtowns matter and that Knoxville's was insufficient. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? How'd that go over at VolQuest? Calhoun's just didn't quite have it for No. He had no interest in those ribs on the river. They're very overrated. Yeah. They're they, very overrated. They are overrated. I mean, they are absolutely. Maybe the most overrated spot in the SEC. Calhoun's. It's fine. I'm probably getting in trouble with the Rivals Network right now. We're not supposed to ever say anything derogatory. Are we not? (laughs) No, we're not. We're encouraged strongly not to. I told a buddy like literally 10 minutes ago we were talking about something, and I said, yeah, really, we don't hear much from anybody. Like I had to... I had to apologize to the Middle Tennessee State guy the day Kermit got hired. And that's one of the few times I've actually heard from like bosses and things. Is that so, right? Yeah, the guy had gotten his feelings hurt about something, and uh, <laughs> when Kermit was hired, I don't know if it was just because like we didn't tell him or like we didn't uh, whatever, whatever. And well, it yeah, wasn't exactly a secret. Got the call on a guy who's actually gone now. He's already left the network, so I can say things. And, okay. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, hey Chase, can you call so and so and just just say you're sorry? And I'm like. And I'm like, great. But he goes, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just having to hear. Can you just, just, it's like, okay. All right. Sorry for offending you. Yeah. So you called him and said, I'm sorry? I think I sent an email. I don't think I actually called. Um, I sent a post-it. Yeah. DM. Hey. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I would have liked to have called and said, listen, I'm sorry that you're too stupid to understand that that happened. Everybody knew this was happening. How the hell you didn't is beyond me. But I'm sorry that I offended you. You're a homer. Goodbye. I'm sorry that you're offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you you're feel offended, offended yeah. by me doing my job. Yeah. I couldn't tell you anybody any other place in Knoxville, I don't really think, but Calhoun's is what came to mind. List of SEC towns, where does Ox- Knoxville rank for you? I've only been a couple times, so I'm not going to be able to – it's a little unfair, pretty low. I, I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not much of a fan. I've been for basketball – once football once baseball once so i've been three times i've been for each sport one time um yeah not 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 very high it's bottom half at least yeah it's for me too i think that's fair um i have baton rouge bottom half probably would surprise people you know what baton rouge for me used to be upper half and it's it's lower now traffic and the people yeah it's just kind of yuck um I'm higher on Columbia, South Carolina than a lot of people. I like it. I'm higher on Lexington than a lot of people. Oh, I love Lexington. I really like Lexington. Lexington's um, sneaky cool. Yeah. Gainesville's bad. Yeah, I don't like Gainesville either. Gainesville's like a strip mall. Um, I've only been one time, but didn't have much of a time in Como at all. It was <laughs> meh. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, I mean, we did the Shakespeare pizza and the whole deal, but yeah, I mean, it yeah, was whatever. just kind of whatever. Sure. Um, 
I didn't spend any time in College Station when I've been there. So I've been, yeah. I was kind of out in the woodlands the whole time. I've never actually been in College Station much for yeah. anything. So I don't, I don't know. Um, just missed the seance meeting when I was there, but otherwise it was fine. Um, yeah, I like, I like people said Athens. I love Athens. Yeah, that was a free space. Like yeah, Athens is a free space. Oxford is a free space. Um, Auburn is very volatile with people. There's people that really like it and people that can't stand it at all. Yeah. I, I'm I'm more pro Auburn. Yeah, I like you obviously Auburn. spent a ton of time. I like there. Auburn. Um, and I don't. I, I know a lot of people like love to run Tuscaloosa into the ground, and there are parts of Tuscaloosa that I don't yeah, like. Dude, I, but it's okay. It's okay. Not my favorite place by any stretch. It's probably somewhere around middle of the pack, somewhere between seven and nine. Yeah, I'm like ranking SEC teams. I'm like quickly kind of shotting them out. We have nothing else to do here. <laughs> Dang sure. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville's. I don't even think of Nashville as an SEC town, but it technically That's is. That's not really. Uh, but I it can't. is. It's Vanderbilt is in Nashville, and so Nashville's, Nashville's probably number one. It's number one, but it has to have an asterisk next to it. like Because it's. It's hot. so different. Because duh. Yeah, because duh, kind of okay. like. But I mean, here's the deal: to in its defense, why are we not putting an asterisk next to Columbia, South Carolina? Then I mean, same principle. If you're doing that, you know what I mean. Kind of, but Columbia, South Carolina has a it does have a college feel to it in spots. Yeah, I mean, I know Nashville's much bigger. I'm not. Like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, where would you put Starkville? You know what's funny is I've never really spent any time there. Because it's so easy to go in and get out. And that's why it gets even a worse rap than it is. Because it's not good. But it's even worse because you see nothing but... You can go straight to the stadiums from the highway and you just see like fields everywhere and you never actually have to... Yeah. You're not running through the Cotton District as you're, as you're getting to, your, to the football stadium. Right. I mean, top half, I'm like marking through them. I mean, yeah, there's a couple free spaces. For sure. I think Oxford, Athens, Nashville, and Athens are three free spaces. Nashville and Fayetteville are free spaces. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. And then I'm probably Lexington. If you, like, if you like Athens, you like Fayetteville. That's fair. Um, and Lexington's a free space. It's in the top five for sure. Like I'll fight for that. You'll fight for that. Yeah. And I'll throw you your Columbia bone. I think I think you can make the argument that your top half is Oxford, Auburn, Fayetteville, Nashville, Lexington, Athens, Columbia. Okay. South Carolina. Yeah, about that. Because like the ones I know I'm not putting top half, Starkville, Tuscaloosa, Gainesville, Homo. Again, I don't know have a ton of Knoxville experience, but I'm saying no. See, and I'm I'm putting Baton Rouge above all of those you just named. So kind of in its own little yeah, like Baton Rouge. Is no, pretty, I'm not rating that half. Baton Rouge for me X's. is probably like eight, nine. Okay. To me, Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, and um, there are things about Tuscaloosa that I've been so much that I like. Sure, but I don't feel like I would rate it very highly as an overall. So place. much of it, from a beat writer standpoint, is that their game day is so well done. Like their their media operation, and I have so a little well more. I mean, and obviously you've covered some of this too. But nor compared to your just football writer, I've got a lot more experience in these places because I have covered so many baseball series. Sure. So you spend three days. Sure, you got a lot of downtime that you're not only seeing it, but you're not seeing it on the hectic weekend. Right. Like you're able to just kind of walk sure. downtown and see what the normal thing is, and 
and things like that. Yeah, Gainesville's bad, really, really bad. Yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, yeah. I don't hate that. Little Although thing I'm through making, I don't ever make fun of Florida anymore. The whole oh, state oh, okay, because they got, got it, okay, gotcha. they got the thing right. All right, gotcha. I mean, thank God for Florida. Uh, I've never been to Norman. Uh, yeah, Norman is so the campus is really cool. Like it's a beautiful campus. It's about twenty minutes from OKC, which is cool. Norman itself, the little area right across from the campus, is is pretty neat. They have like a basically a strip. In some ways, it reminds me of Tuscaloosa. Okay. Yet Norman itself doesn't have a lot of charm. It feels like just one strip mall after another. Um, Ginger says Baton Rouge gets credit for Louisiana food. It does, but Baton Rouge's restaurants are so much worse than New Orleans an hour away. Yeah, that I almost I almost give it a negative mark for that for some reason. Like there's a couple well, places I like, but it just you get down there and you're like, hey, South Louisiana. It's like, yeah, but this is not New Orleans. No, it's it's just and far frankly, enough different. Oh, well, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, so there's there, – yeah, just the, – the difference between Baton Rouge and New Orleans is, is, is interesting there. Um, somebody says SEC – non-SEC town that feels like one, Charlottesville. Oh. Charlottesville. Yeah. Love Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm gonna one give, of my top five college towns. I'm going to give you a sneaky one that kind of feels SEC on game day. Okay. Morgantown, West Virginia. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that try to claim West Virginia is in the South. and It's, it's in the not. West. It's West well, Virginia. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Charlottesville, really good. Really good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's neat. It's it, it, it's really neat. I've had people brag about Chapel Hill, but I've never I've been. I've never been. Never been. Yeah, I don't know that one. There's nothing I can do there. Uh, Iowa City, one of the top, easily two or three places in the country. <laughs> I am going to go to a game there. That is on my list of You do things. think you're getting that done. I'm going to get it done. Yeah, Morgantown is a madhouse. That's Fresno it. feels very SEC. Yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. very. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll tell you one that I thought, I know everybody loves, that I thought was kind of overrated, Tempe. I, I was just kind of mad with Tempe. Yeah. I, I didn't love yeah. Tempe. Um, Are you a Phoenix person? I had a good time with the Phoenix side of things, but for whatever reason, I just yeah. I expected, I don't know, just, eh. Like Scottsdale. And that was June. Scottsdale's fantastic. Well, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes thanks. Um, you well, stayed actually in Coral Gables when we went to Miami, didn't you? I did. You stayed closer to the campus than we well, did. Well, I was in Coconut Grove. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Miami was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. There was a few really good, neat things from there, but it was. I'm trying to think where else I've even been that's out of the realm. Purdue. That feels cold and miserable. Yeah. I mean, it just feels miserable. Well, that was the time I was there, and I was there for the NIT, and they beat Auburn, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And then I got a call, hey, you need to stay because they're playing Alabama. Kind of bad luck. And that was bad luck. I was pissed. And I was like, well, I don't have enough clothes. Well, we'll go buy some. I wasn't happy. Did you expense it when bought the clothes and expense yes, it? Yes, I expensed it. <laughs> you didn't need all that outerwear. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like Tallahassee. I've been to games there. Tallahassee is 
Yeah. And here's the thing. Florida State does not feel SEC to me. No, 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 no. It just feels kind of – here's a hot take. Florida State is what a really successful Sun Belt team would feel like. There you go. Whoa. Really? A dump. Really? Yeah. Florida State is what would happen like if Troy ever became a power. You're serious? Mm-hmm. Totally. That's a hot take. Champaign-Urbana is like another Auburn. I can see that. I've been to Champaign, not for a game, but I've been there. Didn't you go in the stadium that I day? can see that. Yeah, went in the stadium. I've been to Blacksburg. Blacksburg's cool. All right, there's one. There's one. Blacksburg, Virginia is I'll buy that. on game day, SEC-ish. Did you go for the NIT? NCAA. There? Okay. You didn't do the old Miss NIT. That, you, Dan still covered that yeah, run. Yeah. That's right. Okay. No, I was there for a women's NIT game. Auburn played Virginia oh, what? <laughs> I've told you the story. I, I, had, I was in Indianapolis for the NCAA tournament. And Auburn's women won and made it to the second round in Blacksburg. And they were like, on your way back. NCAA tournament. Yeah. Okay. On your way from in, from Indianapolis to Knoxville for the Sweet 16, go to Blacksburg. That's it, That's not. It, uh, no. I wasn't pleased. But that was back in the day when someone told you to do something. You're like, I did it. As much as I mess on their team all the time, Louisville was really fun. It's good city. Yeah. Louisville's a good city. Yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Memphis is not SEC. No, sir. They're joking. Oh, yeah. TCU is okay. I mean, it's okay. Sure, but it's, it's Fort Worth. It's I mean, Fort Worth, yeah. I mean great. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I'm just trying to think of places I've been. Spent a lot of time at TCU. Ole Miss and TCU play a lot of baseball against one another. Yeah. I mean, very well versed in in that. So I'm sure people are mad at us right now. The, the stream seems happy. People listening to this are like, give me the recruiting news. And the truth is there there's is just none. not any. So they went to see uh, Morgan today. Is that the kid's name? The, the Georgia wide receiver that jumped in the portal? Yeah. Went to see him today. The word is he's headed to LSU. But he is entertaining people so Ole Miss went to see him um I don't know about you my sources have been pretty quiet today I have talked to a couple of people quietly just like text or whatever and Ole Miss remains confident about Jackson Dort Jackson Dart I I keep doing Dort because the Thunder have a player named Dort uh Jackson Dart and um Michael Trigg Jr they're confident but I do sense the beginning of just maybe something no, just frustration, Im- impatience. Because it's not moving. I th- well, earlier in the week, the uh, I was told, hey, they kind of expected Jackson Dart here on Friday, and that's obviously. And now I don't think that's going to happen. Although I guess he could hop in a plane Friday and fly, but that doesn't seem realistic. And some part at some point early next week, you've got to. If you're going to be here for spring, you've got to get here. Unless all of his classes are online, at which point I guess he could show up in March because he could take his classes online in Utah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm just talking now. I have no idea. I don't get the impression that the BYU thing is real. 
I still think this is. You think that's simply just a a thing to say he did? I think so. I, I no one. I have people who tell me that the Oklahoma thing is real and that the Ole Miss thing is real. I've not had anybody tell me that the BYU thing feels very real. But who knows? I mean, they do the they did the what if that felt like trig playing today? But who knows? I mean, if we're really focusing on Instagram things, I'd rather not. You're good. I mean, would you like to lock in on Instagram? No. Anthony says, "When is spring camp?" I don't know. Uh, typically March into April. They'll play a spring game middle of April. Is Twitter down? Oh, God. The stream? I don't know. Is Twitter messing up? It's acting up for me. I can't get it to work, right? Let's see. Yeah, it's not refreshing. Yeah, I'm getting nothing but spinning. Oh, my gosh. What a tragedy. Okay. I'm looking for uh, Ole Miss women's basketball. Okay. So I know how big of a fan you are of women's basketball, so I want to find it for you. That is a good point. Boomer Sooner does not rhyme. And this, the whole song is just Boomer Sooner, Boomer, Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner. It's just the same words over Is it really? Here. Just sung different ways, right? Oh, I don't know. I think so, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, the huge news out of uh, Fayetteville today from a baseball standpoint, Peyton Paulette out for the year with a UCL, UCL injury. He was going to be Ole Miss's Friday night starter. Arkansas's Friday night starter. Yeah, what did I say? Ole Miss's. Uh, yeah. Ole Miss would have liked that. That would be news. Um, really a shame for the kid. Gosh, what a blow. That's going to cost him millions of dollars. Because he was going to be – I mean, he's compared to Walker Bueller. He was going to be a candidate for 1-1, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on around the country and for that. But, yeah, he his stock blow up last year was in, incredible. Um, they've got to feel like if – and obviously Paulette plays into this too with him being out. If one of those top five teams kind of bottoms a little, they aren't going to suck. But Arkansas yeah. is my pick because you deal with what you did with last year and you didn't get there and now this. It, it feels like some scar tissue is possible with, with, with the Hogs. You having trouble? I'm looking. It's just a lot, a lot of games. A lot of on. games available for the the viewing public. Aren't you going in circles now? Didn't uh, we already see so. that one? I don't know. There's also all that Australian Open that it's causing problems. It's causing lockdown. There's Utah Valley. We're talking about Utah schools today. Dixie State. Remember that? There you go. We sure it's on. So all this is on in the. SEC game's not going to be on? That's a good point. I know it's bad pod. But yeah, no, we're, we're looking for the women's basketball games. We you're can, rolling through them again. I'm trying. I mean, and maybe it was, you sure it was 7 or 7.30? No, it's on. It's already at the end of the first quarter. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm still looking. There's still fresh stuff. There it is. 19-19 going to the second. See, you didn't miss anything. You. Look at you. Well, I missed 10 minutes of it. Yeah, but you, the missed, score's tied. I missed 38 points. You didn't miss the winning bucket. Whatever the winning bucket is, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. If we're going to get it. It's trying. It's spinning. Things are not working well for us right now. I know.
All right, I'm going to open the phone lines because if you guys want to call, we're going to let you. You don't have a lot there's of the, There's a game, 26-21 Ole Miss, 8-11 to go in the second. Ole Miss wearing all navy. Ole and white. Yes, MPW Digital has SEC Network Plus. I've got I've got ESPN Plus. Because you know me, I love me some ESPN. It would be annoying when you couldn't get something, though. It would. You're, you're paying for the lack of annoyance as much as you are anything else. I'm kind of fr- I'm, I'm really kind of frustrated by Twitter right now. Well, it must be down. It is down. Yeah. Which means it probably happened. Something happened while it's down. Yes. I guess you could check Instagram. Well, I mean, can Dart and Trigg really commit if Twitter's down? Oh, that's a good question. Can you that's that's a I good mean, question. come on. Can you commit if Twitter is down? Is it really a commitment if you commit when Twitter is down? No. It doesn't count until it goes like Twitter official. Instagram official. That's a good point. Trade threes. A and M hit a three, but Ole Miss answers that was a two. It a two. 28-24 Ole Miss. I hadn't heard from Bubba in a while. It's been weeks. Yeah. Well, no, didn't he tell us that that he only did football season for the most part? Did he not? No, that was a. Uh, that was Rodney. That was Rodney. That was That's Rodney. Rodney. That's right. That's right. T says Twitter's back up. Okay. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Steve in Greenville. Hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, I got a couple of complaints real quick for y'all. Okay. Yeah, all right. And I don't know if I need to blame Neil or Jay. Me or uh, Jay? Oh, Jay, obviously. Yeah, y'all have fun. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, number one, I like the original closing music to G-Pit. I wish I'd go back to it. And number two, will you tell Jay to stop saying Salty Nug on his show? That's annoying. Salty Nug? Salty Nug. Or sa- uh, Salty Nugs. Okay, yeah, I, I, I can. I, I, I'm not sure I've ever heard him say that, which tells you maybe I'm not paying attention. And I don't even know what the closing music is. Uh, and uh, <laughs> number three, have y'all ever thought about uh, broadcasting live from a restaurant like he does? Uh, yeah, we've done restaurants before. You just have to have – that restaurant has to have equipment. Uh, okay. And speakers and such. And, uh, we, so we've done it like at Funky's, and it was really good because they had the equipment that was necessary to do it. Um, where else have we done? We've it? done twenty in Tupelo over the years. Yeah, probably we, that's right. And and we've done the the Weston and Jackson a couple times. It's just those places have to have equipment. We don't we don't have like the speakers and such that that you need for that. All right, and uh, I need to ask y'all some advice. Uh, I'm getting a grill. First time I've ever owned a grill. Okay. Uh, sh- should I go with gas or charcoal? Charcoal. Charcoal. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you have time? So, are you incredibly in a rush? Yeah. Are you grilling? I mean, there are a couple questions. Are, yeah, to are, ask okay. Here. So let's 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 dive into this. Are you grilling or are you are you only grilling? Are you occasionally smoking? Are you um, are you doing? Is it are you just grilling like burgers and chicken and stuff, or are you do you occasionally want to do different things like brisket and pulled pork and barbecue and pizza. things like yeah pizza stuff like that? Uh, well, um, gee, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, well, these are things to I'm think very, about, you know, Steve. Entertain guests. I've never done it before. Okay, well, I mean, let's talk about what when you entertain guests. What do you anticipate 
preparing for your guest? Hamburgers, steaks, stuff like that. Okay, so okay. basic grilling things. Yeah. Probably not getting off into the pulled pork and things like that. No. Then you probably just could you could get away with just a, a good gas grill. Okay. The ease is much easier. It's more convenient. I'm this close to getting a Blackstone. Are you? Like I'm, I'm, I'm today almost pulled the trigger on it today. Um, but I was up against the. But clock. the charcoal is going to give you a better taste overall. Yeah, I think charcoal tastes better than a gas grill, even though that you can. And if you're going, the gas grill is fine. If you are getting a gas grill, I highly suggest getting a good gas grill. Gotcha. Like you, you, right. you will get what you pay for with the gas grill. Well, the guy at the store said, taste the meat, not the heat, when it comes to gas. <laughs> so I was wondering. Is he saying that you, when you, you cook with gas, you kind of taste the gas? You, you taste the meat. He said when you try with charcoal, you're tasting the charcoal. Yeah, I disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's, that's not fair. That's not, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's incorrect. So, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're... If you're cooking, like you're at the beach, right, and all all that's available to you is those little filthy grills down at the bottom of the thing, and the bad kettles, the bad kettles, and you stick a, a bag of match light in there, and you throw some lighter f- flu- fluid on it. Yeah, of course, you're going to sort of taste that. But if you're cooking on a, a big green egg or a komodo joe or something like that, and you're using hardwood charcoal that you get good and hot. No, you don't taste the charcoal. You taste the food. In, in fact, it tastes better than it does with gas. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all guys. I've been listening for almost 11 years now. Wow. Well, thanks, Steve. That's You should call more. Yeah, you should. Don't make it the first time. Yeah. But, uh, oh, one more quick story for you. I sure. took my dad out for his birthday to a nice steakhouse. Yeah. And he poured. he got his steak well done and poured ketchup all over it. Oh, man. Well done and ketchup. Did you disown him? Did you tell him he didn't actually like steak? <laughs> I thought about it, but he pointed out that that's how Donald Trump eats his steak. So yeah, that's not that's not reason enough. I mean, so <laughs> yeah. It's, but all right, guys, y'all all take right. it easy. Thanks, all dude. right, thanks. Mm. When's the last time you had ketchup on a steak? You're six. I was gonna say like fourth grade, something like that. About the last time you had a chicken nugget somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, yeah. 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 Mm. Thirty twenty-seven. Is A and M good? They no. have the former state coach, right? I thought they did. Did they not? But maybe they don't. I, for some reason, I thought that was right. But yeah, that's not who's standing up over there. So maybe I'm incorrect. Until I pay attention. They're eleven and six overall, one and four in the league in tonight's game. They just cut. Maybe he came from there. I don't know. They just cut Ole Miss's lead to one point. Still pretty early. You're the one losing your mind because you missed the first quarter. So you told me I didn't miss anything. You didn't. <laughs> Phil Longo of stakes. <laughs> yeah. See. So I. I I'm. I'm. I'm leaning heavily towards selling my gas grill and getting a Blackstone because it sounds like fun, if I'm being honest. And so you would like cook breakfast on it a lot. You or? could, but I wouldn't. But you could do. But you sp- wouldn't. Okay, probably not because I'm not a big breakfast person. So you don't like short or cook off of it. You could. Well, I know you can. You could do a lot of stuff on it. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, Texas has Schaefer. Not Texas A&M. Yeah. You confused your Texas schools. I did, yeah. That's a good way to get yourself killed in College <laughs> Station right there, buddy. <laughs> Do that in College Station. I don't know who that is. He's on his own. Did you say they had like their Western halftime show with all the all the Cowboys out there at half court? You not see that? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh. We'll get you a picture. A&M? Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Man, those guys. And yet I like them when they like get me the Tex Ags guy get me on their show and they're so nice. They are they're really nice people. It's fine. Like I do a show in Waco all the time and the guys are so nice. Do you really? Yeah. In Waco? In Waco. I've done it for years because they ask me to. And I like them. They're very nice. And they never turn ten minutes into twenty. Ten, ten minutes. Ten is ten. Okay. And they always compliment me. Say nice things. Oh, well, now we're getting to it. Then. Well, but it's all of those things all combined. Right. Now we're getting it. Because sometimes you'll do like the country guy show, and he's like, hey, I sw- this is the greatest treat in the history of the world. Bring it on. This. And I was like, come on, stop. I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm. And then 37 minutes later, you're like, I thought you said this was going to be 10 minutes. I wonder what the off-topic threads are on the BYU side. <laughs> Somebody said the BYU sites are going crazy about the Instagram thing today. Oh, yeah. I wonder what they're off to there. So someone told me today. they probably don't have like a bourbon of the night, do they? <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not their thing. They probably don't talk about cougars either. Well, like, a I lot. Was, I, I was. <laughs> well, they are the cougars. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't talk about those cougars. Actually. <laughs> uh, T says, I've ever been to Rudy's in Waco. I don't know that I've ever been to Waco. I've never been to Waco. Ever. Yeah, I was on with the smoke guy. That's who it is? Yeah. I think the BYU rival site has not safe for work threads. I'll almost guarantee that is not Probably didn't make the post that I made on Saturday morning. Like, hey, listen, fellas, remember. Need to clearly label those. Yeah. <laughs> they might have stuff about loopholes. That's true. <laughs> and underwear. Now, why did YouTube flag underwear? Did they really? Yeah. Seems a little much. Yeah. Twitter's still down. I bet you're having some withdrawals, huh? Oh, just miss things. See, yeah, yeah I know. Kind of Cougar Nation is our BYU site. Mm. The Blue Zone is the premium board. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed a call. Hold on. All right, whoever that was, call back. I got you. Okay, there appears to not be a... It's a 662 number. I can't even get their board to come up. Might be down. Maybe they're going crazy. Maybe they they overrode the server. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Is it signing day? Oh, it's a dead site. Never mind. Oh. They haven't had a story go up since June 28, 2018. So it's kind of like Bulldog Blitz. It's very similar, yes. (laughs) You're going to get the call tonight that goes, Chase, uh, what happened with Neil? Hey, uh, who's on the phone? Hey, this is Mark from D.C. I guess I beat Bubba. Hey, Mark, you did. Awesome. So, two questions. Um, I guess one for Neil. Neil, I love your rants on Twitter about COVID. It is it is epic, and I absolutely love it. So, I just got – I had COVID. I got it um, from my wife last uh, – on Friday. And you're here? Lit- 
Yeah, I'm here, man. It's freaking awesome. It's great. But anyway, so to me, it's it's a little bit worse than a cold, but not as bad as the flu. So I had about a hundred, about a hundred point five fever for about a day, day and a half, maybe. Other than that, I had a headache. The worst part about it was a sore throat. Other than that, I mean, it's it's not that bad. So you had the Omicron. Yeah, yeah, we we both had it. And and literally, like I'm like my work will let me go back for like a month. Like it's freaking crazy. Even if I get a, well, well, hold on, hold a, on, hold a, on, a negative test. Hold on, so, so let's not be hyperbolic because I'm I'm typically hyperbolic. Are you are you really mean a month, or do you mean like yeah. ten days? No, like like a month. What do you do? Well, I'm in the military, and but I work with around a lot of people in DC, so it's. Okay, when so and I promise we won't stay on this, but I'm I'm fascinated. If you really have to be away that long, is it because people are scared, or is it because people feel like they That's need to act? Do they but, need to act scared? But I work, but I work with a lot of older Department of the Army civilians who are in their sixties slash seventies. Okay, that I mean, I, I kind of get it, but yet it's. I work for the National Guard Bureau, which is it's a bureaucracy. I'll read you the bureau, but it's so political, and it's honestly it's stupid. I mean, we literally, and there's a lot of, and you've probably seen the lesson a lot in the news. A lot of military people are refusing to get the vaccination, which, I mean, I kind of don't blame them. I mean, most of us are healthy. The only reason why I got the vaccination because I didn't want to feel like fooling with the drama and all this crap about having to fill out all this paperwork and going in front of a board and all this other mess. So I just like, okay, whatever. Sure. I'll get the shot. I got, I got the first one, but I didn't get the, I hadn't got the booster. And now I've had COVID. I mean, they study just came out earlier today or not today, a couple, maybe a couple of days ago that, I mean, if you've had COVID or Omicron, the Omicron variant, then I mean, it's better than even having the vaccine. Yeah. I, I saw mean, that. I mean, it, the whole thing is ridiculous. In my personal opinion. And, People up here in D.C. are, I mean, literally everywhere I go, there's masks. I mean, just masks, 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 masks everywhere. But I went, over Christmas, I went to Iowa with, with my wife. God's country. From there. And, yeah, I mean, I think I may have saw two masks the whole time I was there. I was there for a week. And nobody has COVID. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, you know how I, I feel. You know how I feel about it. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I talked to a way. I talked to I mean, a college it's, student it's, today who all of his courses are still online, and it's just it's it's just man. it's very fun. He's a senior, so he's like, screw it, I just don't care anymore. But it's, it's to me a that, shame what, what people are doing to these kids. Well, there's no doubt about that. And I, and I don't and I don't have kids, but I mean, okay. So another example: my wife's brother lives in lives in Illinois, probably about an hour south of Chicago. So, and I, I kind of do what my wife tells me to do because I have my wife happy life kind of thing. So, and they're completely scared to death of COVID, and they are like hardcore liberals, like like to the death, like hardcore. So we went to see them. We couldn't see their kids. We had to stand outside in the cold, couldn't touch them, couldn't see them. We had to stand like six feet away from them. It was like twenty degrees in Iowa or Illinois, like North, like Chicago at Christmas time. You know, it's really really cold. That's how crazy some of these people are. Like, it absolutely makes zero sense. Like, people just can't use logic around this stuff. Yeah, I know. People want to shut down the country 
for a cold. Okay, it's not a cold. It's a little bit worse than a cold. That's not the flu. You don't shut down the country for the flu every year. Well, I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. Well, you know, if my, you're scared, don't go out. Well, you know, my thing on it is if 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 young people were dropping and really getting sick, if young people were really getting sick, you would you would there would be enough anecdotal evidence of but it. You would hear about it, right, in your community that everybody would would be terrified. And the truth is, that's not happening, and that's why so many people are like, "This is dumb. Let's move on." And and for exactly. whatever reason, I mean, I'm, I'm, we can't. I'm 35. I'm I'm healthy. I'm like five nine, 160 pounds. And I had a very, very mild case of it, and and I, and I had. I mean, granted, I, I did have the the vaccine, but I mean, I, I get sick once a year. I get a cold, a really bad cold once a year, and that's kind of what, kind of what this kind of what it was. I mean, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Well, I hey, mean, we we appreciate the call. I'm, I'm glad you're glad you're feeling good. Yeah. Anyway, y'all have a good night. Love the show. You too, Mark. Thanks. Oops. There we go. Ole Miss up 13 inside the final minute of the uh, first half. 37.7 seconds left to be specific. A little bit of run there. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you have good players. I guess you need that one, though, if they're 11 and 6, 1 and 4. Well, these are the games that you want to. You still a road win. You get a road win. That's what gets you into the tournament, is not screwing up the games. Hey, who do we have? This is Casey. What's up, fellas? Hey, Casey. What's up, man? Man, loading a Nerf gun for my son. Hey, don't shoot your mom again. <laughs> uh, is it a good Nerf gun? One of those big ones? Is yeah, it's the little cheap one. Okay. He's, he's two. And oh, well, yeah. He's strong enough to pull the trigger, and so he's getting himself in all kinds of trouble. But it only shoots one time. He comes back in here, so I'll probably have to reload it a couple times. But how are y'all doing? We're good. We're just um, we'd like some news. Going on, yeah, we're, well, there's a it's, it's a lot a lot of nothing going on, but we're waiting. I mean, like at any minute, it could be something. Yeah, we're watching. Uh, we're watching Ole Miss Texas A and M women's basketball right now. We're just waiting for something to happen. God, y'all are bored. I'll I'll say this, and I don't I don't know why, and and Ch- maybe Chase knows. I went to went to Ole Miss same time Chase did. Mm-hmm. Chase, I just turned 38 yesterday. How old are you? 38. There you go. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know why I don't care about basketball, but I just, I just don't like. I want to care about it, but I don't like. Even the years we're decent, those two years, <laughs> I just can't get into it. Like, is it just an old Miss thing? Is it a? Um, I mean, wh- what is it? I think there's a segment that really cares that was at school in the late 90s up until 02 that was there when they were really good, when they went on the runs, and they had the Sweet 16, Sweet 16 team in 01, and they kind of built that up. Um, baseball's emergence has hurt it. There's no doubt about that. Um, frankly, because you can only kind of put your real emotional capital in so many sports. Um, that it is sort true. of runs yeah. out at some point. And, uh, you know, basketball has just not been the one uh, – that is that that has done that for a variety of reasons. So I think that's it, and I think that I do think there is, and this didn't go for anybody. I mean, I know some huge Ole Miss basketball fans, but I think a lot for a lot of people. I was actually talking about this earlier today with somebody. I think they just want they want to be in the conversation, they want to be entertained, they want to win some games, and they frankly kind of want them to get them to baseball season a little bit. Just be in the bubble talk, in the tournament, make the tournament occasionally. 
be interesting, but I don't know that for whatever reason, you're right, that the, there's a large majority of the fans that do not put their their emotional capital into basketball the way they do the other two sports. I have a little theory for both of you. Just thought of it. What is it? In football, right, guys are there for a while. You, 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 you get to see the same guys play. You see guys develop. You see storylines with guys – with bat, with baseball, certainly, you see guys for three, sometimes four years, and you see them uh, on a field. You can see their faces. You get to know them a little bit. Baseball is, uh, from a media standpoint, pre-COVID, was pretty wide open where, frankly, covering baseball was fun as opposed to covering the other sports because you could just go to practice and tell the SID guy, hey, I want to talk to this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy, and you'd get them. So you could tell stories, and you got to know the kids, and the kids knew you a little bit. Um, in basketball, there's so much roster turnover. It happened with Andy. It's happening with Kermit. Um, there's so much roster turnover that other than a few guys, you don't really get to know the players very well. It's one of the things I'm interested to see if Lane Kiffin is at Ole Miss. Let's say Lane Kiffin's here long term, and he does follow through with what I think he has told some people, which is, hey, I'm going to embrace this portal. If there's that, if there's a lot of roster turnover, does that change not the fandom itself, but just kind of maybe the way you know the kids? Yeah, I mean, I think you are both both right. And for me, I grew up. I mean, when I was younger, Chase and you, you'll know too. And Neil, I mean, you're not a whole lot older. Neil, you're my brother. My brother's twelve years older than me, so I think he's born in '71. I think you are about about the same age. Is that right? Uh, I. You know, I mean, <laughs> age, I know you're forty, but age is a is a is a just, just a, a number. number. I mean, you know, you are well, how, you you don't have thin. You have many. You might have some faults, but thin skin isn't one of them. So I mean, you you so know, you are fifty one, fifty two, fifty two. If you're going to just press on it, for God's sake, I mean, yeah, fifty two. Wow. wow, just back well, the hell off, Casey. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you're a cougar too. That's what y'all are talking about today. You're in the range, so just embrace it, man. Just me. own it. Yeah, I got. Okay. So, so I grew up in when watching Michael Jordan was much wa- must watch TV. You know, so when I was a kid, I watched him, and then when I, when he left, he went to he played baseball for that little fiasco that he had, and then he came back and he just dominated. And, and for whatever reason, when he retired, I just I just couldn't get into it as much. And I think, you know, when I was a kid, man, I loved it. Even when Shaquille O'Neal came into the league and he was with the Magic and everything, like it was so fun. And then my brother, you know, he watched, you know, Larry Bird and, and the Lakers and the Celtics and all that, the Pistons. And it was just so awesome. And now I just, I don't know. I, I just, when I got to college, I just kind of got out of it. But even today, like, you know, and I love y'all to death, but anytime y'all start talking about basketball, I just fast forward or something, you know, because I just don't care. But, I mean, I guess if we were really good, I would care. But I know it's just weird. I think the other thing, like, too, is – and there's actually been some research done about this from some people over the years um, – that basketball is probably the one – or the, the the sport that most can be affected outcomes with attendance because, I mean, you know how home games sure. and whatnot. Now, I do enjoy going – like when I'm in sure. – there's a game like – I mean, it's super fun. But my point you know, is, like, if you're not one of the, like, if it's not incredibly important to you because Oxford has a small population close to campus, almost, you know, half your games are during the week. The six o'clock game is hard to get to because you've got to get off work and get here. 
and the 8 o'clock game is hard to get home from. Yeah. So when you don't have a pretty good base built up really close by wherever you are, it's a really tough thing to consistently fill up basketball arenas. But to your point, Ole Miss is 1-4 and four in the league. If Ole Miss were 4-1 and one in the league right now, people would be geeked up about the game tomorrow. Yeah, sure. And there would I mean, be big games, Saturday. and I would cut it on. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, people like winners. I mean, look, everybody talks about Ole Miss baseball and how popular it is. If if they, you know, if if, if they fell and, and knocked their teeth out in early March and were completely out of it, April would be, eh, it'd be kind of ho hum around. I mean, you yeah. know, it's one of the not to get into the whole Bianco conversation, but oh, it's one God. of the, but it's one of the things that Mike has been able to do is he's been able to win at a level that the interest is always there at the end of the season. Sure, he has, and I and I can't. I mean, y'all know how I feel about Bianco. He pissed me off with the whole sign gate thing for my kid, but with the ball, but the right field thing. I mean. Yeah, you can watch it. Just kind of whatever. But the right – just make sure it's turned down. The right field thing looks like an afterthought. Like, we just had to spend money out there. Like, what are they doing? I'm not sure it's like done. The, I mean, it, I don't think it's going to look great to it's done, but I'm not 100% sure it's finished. I will give at least that benefit of the doubt. It just looks like, okay, we need to, to do something else to the stadium, so let's just go find a spot to put something. I mean, how many amenities – do they need for baseball? I mean, I like it, but the right field's cool. Like, get the beer showers and everything. Like, that's what we got going on. You know, throw up a damn metal building out there. It just looks weird, man. I don't I don't get it on that. But And I am bitter because I know we're going to finish ninth again at best. So, it is what it is. Hey, Casey, thanks for but, the call, my man. No problem. Y'all have a good night. You too. You're locked into this Suns Mavs game, aren't you? It out a little bit. Yeah. You like the Mavericks a little bit. Yeah, I do. I mean, if I got a, I mean, it's not enough to even say fan, but sure. Yeah. Fans very be interesting back in the SEC. Oh, yeah. I mean, interesting would definitely be the word. I think Missouri's going to make a move. I'm curious to see what they do. They've done two. They thought they had something with Conzo. They hired the other guy to kind of fix, just deal with the program for a yeah. minute. It was bad. What was his name? Kim, Kim Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. That was a disaster. Yeah. That was an overthought. They thought about it too much. That's true. Conzo, I thought he would have success there. Just didn't well, happen. we thought they were a basketball school. They want to be. They really badly want to be. Yes. They, I mean, the desire to be a basketball school is there. The The... The fan interest is absolutely there. If you could get if you could get that job and start winning, they would fill it up, mm-hmm. no doubt. But that's a, that's Ole Miss too. Now I'm just going to tell you the whole the whole idea, and I hear it from people, and we do this all the time. The whole idea of you should punt ba- basketball is just you should not punt. Basketball. It's maddening, really. You should not punt basketball. No, no, no. You should absolutely not. That it's a maddening thought. I, I get. Basketball is incredibly fun when you win. It is. I get agitated when people do it. It's it it is it, it is a sport that if you are if you get it going, and I've seen Ole Miss when they got it going. Um, if when you get it going, you will fill up arenas. People get excited. It is it's great for students. Students have fun at basketball games. Um, 
I, I think it's it's not belittling baseball at all. Baseball has its place. It's certainly grown in popularity. It gets more attention today than it got. Because frankly, you can't mail it in either. I mean, it, no, it's, 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 it's any more than you can mail softball in. There's too much attention to get in softball at the end of the season. It gets good TV ratings. The TV people like softball because it's a two-hour window. It's what the most. I mean, it's what for the most part, Ole Miss has done a pretty good job at right now. Is need to be pretty good at everything. They'd be pretty competitive at well, everything with the SEC network and everything yeah. on television. You 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 need to be pretty good at everything. And they've gotten to where they kind of are. Yeah. And men's basketball is a problem. I mean, I've had people ask me, what do you think is going to happen? And I mean, the truth, here's the truth. Y'all, 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 everybody loves inside baseball, if you will. So in this case, I guess it's inside basketball. Yeah, one second. It's January the 20th. Mm-hmm. You hate to go for two reasons, three reasons. You hate to go, it's over. That feels strong. Because, yeah, number one, it's strong. Number two, they could prove you wrong, and then you can't live that down. But what do you mean by it's over? Like, the, it's it's time to make a change. Oh, the, the, They're the, done. Okay. It's yeah. over. Um, hey, caller, hang on real quick. I'll get to you in one second. Just hang on. You're on the line. Um, it's, you know, when you say that, you, you have a chance to be proven wrong because they have – 13, 14 games, including the tournament left. That's a lot of basketball. It is. And then I like Kermit. I'd like Kermit to win. It's a much better story if he comes back and wins than if they bottom out and at the end of the year there's nobody at that final game against Vanderbilt. He's as universally liked as any coach I've ever seen. Yeah, and so, you you know, you, you want him to do well. And I don't know that it's at the place where it was in Andy's last season where Everyone oh, no, knew, no, no, including no, no. Andy. I mean, everyone knew it was over, including Andy Kennedy. Everyone knew, mm-hmm. and so there wasn't there wasn't any acrimony. Hey, caller, who do we have? Hey, guys, it's uh, Corey and Tupelo. Hey, Corey, how's it going, guys? Good. So I just got through walking my new Labradoodle around the block. Ooh. She's uh, about nine weeks old, and it made me think about the Tupelo Oxford game. So, do we have a score update here? Uh, it was. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's, uh, it's not going well. Tupelo's winning two to nothing, very late first half. Got it. And you Got have it. to win by at least two. Yeah, it's not not good. Carson. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what he said. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, listen, he'll get there. He's, he's young. He's young. He'll get there. Hopefully, uh, you know, he'll, he'll get a starting position. But um, He's a freshman. Uh, he's learned guys, a, he's, he's learned. Pod. He's learned a little lesson, Corey. Uh, this is his first year in varsity sports. And when you're a freshman, you can't say anything. And I'll, I'll be careful here because Carson does not like when I bring his life onto the show. Um, but – He's learned a little lesson about you build team chemistry over the course of time. It's not a short thing. It's it's a it's a long haul. And um I'm not using COVID as the excuse here, but they didn't build a lot of team chemistry back in the summer uh when they started all their workouts and stuff. You know, everybody had to be so careful and you had to get in and out of the locker room real quick. You had to wear a mask, you had to be super careful. You couldn't hang out together, you couldn't do team activities and stuff and I think it stops the kid stops the kids because you know we all remember being in high school right there's a big gap between a ninth grader and a 12th grader a big gap I mean you know the 12th graders can drive and 
and the ninth graders can't. I mean, it's a different world, and yet you practice together and you're around each other, and they, I, I, I just don't think they were able to kind of build some of the chemistry that in a normal scenario they would have built, and I think Carson has learned that lesson because I told him the other day, I said, you know, the minute that your season's over, you honor the seniors and you hate it for them that it's over, but the moment they walk out the door, they're not there anymore, and you're not a freshman anymore, and you can't act like one. You have to take ownership of your program that night, that day. You've got to do it. And for kids, that's a hard thing to kind of accept. But I think he he and some of the other young guys on that team have, have, have seen it, and they know that you've, you chemistry is something you have to work for. Absolutely. Well, you know, I went to Tupelo Public Schools my entire life. Uh, I know a lot of Chase's friends and family over there in Monroe County and in the Hatley area. And if you've got him involved in the Tupelo Football Club and him being a freshman, he, he, he's, you've got him in the good direction being a young guy. No doubt he'll get to where he needs to go. And I hate that COVID has its impact on, you know, high school athletics the way it does. But I um, just want to give you guys a lot of love tonight. Watch the show. Um, of the pod every day, uh, always, you know, checking out the mailbag. I'm wanting to pick on you a little bit, Neil, tonight. I, I don't understand why you haven't written a book. Um, so many other beat writers or people involved with different, um, you know, titles, whether it be Rivals or 24-7 Sports, I always love, you know, your insight on some of the previous coaches, um, some of the stories that you have to tell, uh, whether it be Houston Nutt or Ed Orgeron or Hugh Freeze. I just would love to, to get a little story time with Neil each podcast and, and just get, you know, a little kickback and, and, and listen to some of the insight that you have because I get little be- bits and pieces each time. Um, like I said, I, 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 I make sure I check the pot. I can't always do it when you guys drop it every morning. I'm a sales rep, and sometimes I'm in a lot of meetings, so I have to check it out later on in the day, and sometimes, you know, a lot of things have unfolded later in the day by the time I get to check it out. But give me your best Ole Miss story, uh, maybe maybe your most awkward interaction. And Chase, you can chime in here too, man. I just love it for for humor. For yeah, you know, we're waiting on this uh, transfer portal stuff, but I, I like good 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 stories that you can share with the rest of the listeners. You guys do an awesome show. I want to give a shout out to Comer Heating and Air. Um, actually, gave them a call tonight to come over and check out on my heat. Uh, we got a little cool over here in Tupelo tonight, so I want to make sure that everything serves correctly. Love the show. You guys keep up the great work. Talk to you later. Bye. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks. Appreciate that. You know the one when awkward comes to mind? What? <laughs> were you there? I don't know if you were there. Were they, we, we've gotten into this mode where we don't know who we're getting post-practice. This is recent? It was three or four years ago, okay. and they brought a kicker in. <laughs> we didn't know who he was. So, oh, that's happened several times. So You're literally playing twenty questions to figure out who what, what the kid's name is. And we're all kind of looking at each other. We're like, "So, uh, how's it going? <laughs> How was practice? What'd you What'd you do? It, what'd you do? What'd you do in practice?" <laughs> we finally realized he was a punter, not a kicker. Like the lights went off, and we're like. Oh, you're because <laughs> we didn't know it was like a backup punter kicker person. <laughs> Why'd you get the backup kicker? I, we didn't request, and they just brought him in. It was on one of those dead weeks at the end of the year, and they brought somebody in, and everybody's looking at each other like, "Who is this? Who who, who is it?" And he's standing there, and you don't want to not ask anything, so you just start asking. So. How's it going? 
<laughs> that was kind of awkward. How do you pronounce your last name? Yeah. Um, would you say that you kick the ball off the ground, or do you like to kick it when it's somewhat elevated? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, there's always awkward stuff. I mean, I had an awkward thing with Kermit the other night, but that's just part of the job. Yeah, that that's more just – it's the one break I'll always give coaches a little bit because, I mean, Ginger mentions my mic story. We're talking to them after occupational failure within like 10 minutes and then making them talk about the failure. Like, it, it's, it's ripe for issues. Sure. When it comes to occasionally they're going to snap, they're going to yell, they're going to do something that's kind of – Whatever. Um, it's like it knows me with Mike, and like I understand why he does it, but still to this day, like there could be the guy who's never out there, and he shows up the very first day and asks the dumbest question in the world, where he'll get halfway to the question, and my body, I will literally turn, like, oh God, oh God, oh God, <laughs> and Mike will give this really elaborate answer and just make sure that guy has this soft pillow to land on, and then I miss one word, and we're getting yelled at. It's like. Come on. But he won't yell at the guy he doesn't know. He'll only yell at the guy he knows. Yeah. Like, And it's a mic thing, and it's it's a lot of coaches. But the, the really nice person who just shows up that one day and asks something dumb, they never get yelled at. It's always the one or two that's around all the time that gets, that get, that gets fussed. And sometimes you sort of know when you ask a question that it's going to hit, hit a button wrong. And, and, but in this era of everything being videotaped, you kind of have to ask it. Like... The other night, that's what I would say to Kermit. He would he, probably by now he's way passed over it. You lost by twenty five to Missouri at home. I mean, what'd you expect? He, he knew he knew questions were coming. He was mad. At, he wasn't mad at me. He was mad at his team. He wasn't mad at me. And then he sent a message to his team through me that hey, I believe in you. I mean, at the end of the day, I did him a favor because I yeah. gave him an opportunity to take out some anger on somebody else. And and send a message to his kids that yeah, yeah. I, I know I just got through peeling the paint uh, on on the walls in there but no I believe in you yeah and it, it's one of those deals where I mean when I asked Mike the thing about Hoagland that he got mad about during the season last year you know like a couple words in what's coming because he started with I don't know what you're getting at and I went well you're about to tell me though aren't you like we're about to hear the end <laughs> in <of> reality <laughs> you absolutely know what I'm getting at. <laughs> You 100% know what I'm getting at. You're just pissed off that I'm getting at. I want to bottle up the look. And this was this has been years ago. This was Tim Jamison was the head coach at Missouri forever in baseball. Yeah. And the 09 regional, Neil may have been in the room, uh, it was Missouri and Western Kentucky playing to get to Ole Miss or whatever. And Western Kentucky beat Missouri. And that it was a, it was a TV person that walked in. And it wasn't even the words he used. It was the look on his face. But she looked at him, and then she goes, Hey coach, I was just kind of curious. Y'all seem to be y'all, y'all seem to play much better when Kyle Gibson's pitching. <laughs> and he's he like, couldn't even come up with a response. He just looked at her like, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, yes, that is that is. He's a professional pitcher. <laughs> yeah, so that's how that works. <laughs> hey, who, who do we have? Hey guys, this is Glassface. Hey Glassface, what's up? I just want to talk about Kermit and the program just a little bit, and okay. you, know, you kind of like disagree or agree. And I really think Kermit gets one more year, no matter kind of no matter what how the program, all the money, everything. But as of to today, me, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think he gets one more year. I mean, I don't see a way that he gets fired unless it like they don't win another game or something like that, which I think they will. But really, where I think it's kind of over is, and you can go back to 
really other other coaches done this is he hasn't made a staff change and in my opinion there's really only one recruiter on the staff and there's a lot more to recruit especially in basketball than just creating a relationship and he's really got one recruiter on staff and he hasn't made changes and he just brought guys from Middle Tennessee. Yeah. And then the evaluation, this is that's so, the biggest thing to evaluation mission. So here's here's where I'm gonna prove to you that I, I I care about subscribers and listeners more than I do about what people who I cover think about me, okay? All you're, right. you're exactly right. However, and this is a big but, I mean this is a giant but he knows that people have been critical of that. There have been people who I think have had his ear and have said, hey, you need another recruiter or two on your staff. And he has stuck with those guys. And so it's one of the things that I'm kind of curious about if, and I, as, as of tonight, I agree with you that he's going to get another year. But like Chase and I were doing the schedule today, yesterday, I, uh, the days run together. And we always do this thing in sports, and it kind of works when you're predicting a season. You do win, loss, toss, okay? And you say, okay, this is a win, this is a loss, and this is a toss. And then you take the toss tosses and you divide them in half because, duh, you play 10 games that come down to two points or less, you're going to win roughly half of them, and you're going to lose roughly half of them. It's just math. And it's the Pythagorean expectation or whatever it's called. Yeah. And so we got them to like 5 and 13, and you could easily get them to 4 and 14. Easy. And if you get them to 4 and 14, glass face, it gets, it gets kind of iffy. Because 4 and 14, here's the problem with 4 and 14, okay, is that, and I've learned this over time, this isn't profound, it's just the way it is. 4 and 14 includes home games on February the 15th against South Carolina, February the 26th against Texas A&M, and March the 5th against Vanderbilt. All three of those games in a 4 and 14 scenario, the fans are completely checked out. Not kind of checked out, totally checked out. And totally checked out inside of that building feels like a funeral. And when you have when you have that happen, the people who make decisions go from evaluating it totally objectively to evaluating it kind of scared because they look ahead and go, okay, well, what happens if next season we can only sell twenty two hundred square uh, season tickets? What happens if next season it's more of the same? And that panic sets them over the edge, and then you get into the whole well, you, we could clean out the staff. Well, you kind of were encouraged to do that before, and you stuck to your guns. And when you do that, you sort of lose that card. Now, I don't know whether Keith and others would, how they would view that if it got to that, and who knows. And hopefully it doesn't go there. But if it does, it gets real iffy from the perspective of what do you do when you go to those, those three games that I just mentioned, February the 15th, February the 26th, March the 5th, and – there's no one there. And now you're into baseball season. And I don't have Ole Miss's baseball schedule in front of me, obviously. But if if the alternative is, hey, I can go across the campus and go to a baseball game and maybe it's 62 degrees and sunny and I can sit out there and watch a team that I've got hopes for, even if we're doing the whole Omaha or bust or the season doesn't start till Memorial Day, all that stuff that we're going to have to cover 
over the course of the next few months. The truth is, when there is hope, you'll go to the place where there is hope as opposed to the place where the hope is completely gone. And that's what, if I were, if I were looking at it, it's, one, it's always easy to say on January the 20th that a coach is going to get another year. Um, but you got to get through the day. It's just that, yeah, you don't you don't fast forward like a podcast where you're like, okay, I don't want to listen to these two ads. Boom, 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 boom. No, no, you got to live through it, and the living through it part of it sometimes changes the calculus. And to me, Neil, the changing staff is even over with too, because if if to get one more year, you got to change staff. Well, that means you got to land impact guys and everything else that wins the next year, and doing that while trying to get a new. St- do staff it's not like football you got five or six other recruiters still out there well and, and, and you get into the staff part not to interrupt you but you get into the staff part where if if the if the feeling is hey we just have this one year well now you're bringing in a coach going hey listen move your family to oxford mississippi put your kids move your kids out of schools in i don't know richmond virginia and put them in oxford mississippi now listen <laughs> this doesn't work out nine months from now you're moving them again and a lot. I mean, the, these guys they they have you know they have wives too, and their wives are like, are we? Why are we doing this? I mean, why are we? Little Billy's happy here in the Richmond schools. Why are we going to move him to Oxford? And he likes his little t-ball team. I mean, he likes his friends. Or it just this stuff. And so it it gets hard. It, you you get into that deal. Jeremy Foley, the former Florida AD, used to say this, and he's exactly right. And it sounds cutthroat, but it's true. If if you think you're making a move, it's time to make the move. If you th- think if you think if you, if you know you're doing it next year, you do it now. If you know you're firing the coach in a year, you fire the coach today. The day that you feel that way is the day you should make the change. And I don't I'm not saying Keith feels that way. I have in fact I don't think Keith feels that way. I don't know that, but I my gut is that he doesn't. But there's a lot of a lot of basketball left. Yeah, I still don't think anything. I think they win four or five games. I mean, they, there's nothing left to play for. You, you see Missouri. I just don't, don't see how that changes. Well, if if look, look if if Wednesday night's any indication, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, Tuesday, night. Tuesday night's any indication, it's it's trouble. But I, my anticipation is that Ole Miss will play really well Saturday. I just I've seen Kermit teams bounce back. Now will they bounce back and win? I don't It'll be know. a tall order. But I think Ole Miss will play well Saturday. Now if they don't play well Saturday, if they're flat and effortless and they get run out of the gym, because that's some of it. it. It's some of that. It's not I mean because look they are they they're dealing with injuries and stuff. It's beyond bo- box score, but we see what's beyond the box score it too. Was body language. On yes, the I'm Tuesday saying. Night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can use injuries. You can't tell. They lost some really bad games. That they had everybody. Sure. Look, it's a team that lost to Boise State and they lost to Western Kentucky and they Sanford. lost to Sanford. I mean, you're going to blame that on didn't have Robert Allen for God's sake? Come on, no one's buying that. All right, guys. I always enjoy show you. Have a good night. Thank you. Is Twitter back up. Mm-hmm. Jackson Dart done anything? Mm-hmm. He liked T's tweet. T tweeted and he liked Did it. Did he? It's a good sign. Does that say all we need to say? I mean, it doesn't say everything, but it says something. 
Says he's on Twitter looking for love. I kind of thought it would happen today. I still think he's going to end up at Ole Miss. I do. Because it makes rational sense. Competing with Gabriel does not make sense. No. I would love to know whether I know other people have reported it, but I don't I'm Lane and Daniels. I'd love to know whether they actually met. And I don't know. I'd I'd love to have more than just people putting together. He was in Athens, so he met with JT Daniels because that doesn't always work. Mark wants to know, is there a two-day amateur event at Country Club of Oxford in March? Uh, there is one sometime soon. I don't know the exact dates, but, yeah, they're, they, they do have an amateur event coming up at some point. Yes. I can find out and tell him. Oxford down three to nothing. That's sad. I always hate when a season ends. It's tough. That's for high school kids. Sure. Yeah. Season's ending. It's tough. Did you cry at the end of your season? Sure, at some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, not all of them or whatever, but yeah. End of my senior year of football, I was the day it ended. We it, we lost on the last play in the state semifinals. On the last play? Yeah, last play. Still goal or touchdown? Touchdown. Hail, oh. Ma- Hail Mary. Oh, God. Yeah. And I don't know whether it was like shock or whether it was just exhaustion or whether it was just I couldn't process it yet. But it wasn't. I remember thinking I, I probably should cry. Everybody is crying. And I didn't. Not a drop. Are you kind of done? And it might have been that I was just done. I do remember that thought going through my mind. That's it. Like That's it. I don't I don't practice next week. Yeah. There were two thoughts that went through my mind was I was really looking forward to playing in the Superdome and that's it. I don't have to practice anymore. Fair. Yeah, it was like contradictory things. Yeah, I get that. And then we got on the bus. We had to go all the way across the state back home. We didn't get home till like middle of the night, like you know, three, four in the morning. Which y'all play? Covington. Oh, that so was a long way. A long way. And on the way back, you know, when we got back. You had to do the Lord's prayer and sing the alma mater. Even at like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I remember doing that. I remember kind of feeling something then because we'd done that so many times. Like, that was the last time I would be with those guys. Sure. But, you know, it's like 5 in the morning or whatever yeah, it was. you're tired. You're just grabbing your stuff and going home. I remember, like, waking up the next day, Kind of, it was kind of surreal. Okay, that's it. There's no film to go watch. You're just done. There's no game to get ready for. Go clean out. No your, off-season program. Clean out yeah, your yeah, locker yeah. on Monday, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no exit meeting. Ole Miss now up 26 with 349 to go in the third. That escalated. It did. 20, uh, 25 after A&M makes a free throw there. Ole Miss with the ball, 343 and counting the third quarter. So it's in control for the Rebels. Feels like they're in decent shape. You have to like their chances. Barring a really bad blow uh blow up, um, they would move to sixteen and two, four and one. A and M not exactly packing the arena for women's basketball. Pretty light at Reed Arena tonight. 
What's that arena hold? Ten? I've never been. Don't know. I would no guess. Clue. I would guess there's two to three there. But a good win for Ole Miss. I mean, you go on the road and win in the SEC. It's a. It's always a big win. Mark Harris said they sang their alma mater before soccer matches. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. You remember your alma mater? Not even a little bit. Really? Mm-mm. Not a word. No. I could sing the Rust. I mean, I won't do it here, but I could sing the Rustin High School alma mater on cue. Yeah, don't. I won't. I did it to the kids when Rustin beat Oxford this year in football. Yes, the mood would be very good around here if the men were 15-2, and 3-1. and one. Unbelievable. It would be a totally different deal. Yeah. And that's why you cannot let your basketball program tank. And it's why you can't get the mindset of, ah, oh, it's just basketball, let's be a baseball school. No, 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 no. You have to be a basketball and baseball school. You have to approach the sport seriously. And they have. Yeah, you wonder, like, when Texas A&M gets back from a trip, do they sing the Aggie War hymn? No. You don't think? I do not think. <laughs> I mean, we looked up the lyrics that day. Woo, boy. Oh, it was all about Texas, remember? Oh, yeah, it was all it's about... It's like sawing Bebo's horns off. Oh, that's right. It was kind of brutal. Like, 12, 9, 8, 9. Oh, that's a big arena. Attendance. They might have three there, then. Oh, almost Banker points out A&M's women are actually 40 in the net. It's a quad one win. Oh. Well, then right now, uh, she's pretty happy. The plane ride will be all right. Headed oh, back. yeah. You'll be pretty pleased with this. Up up 26 with 212 to go in the third. They play quarters uh, for anybody who's yes. unfamiliar. Yes. They play four 10-minute quarters. In oh, that's a hook. Wow. Oh. You missed a call. I did. So six oh one six seven rest of the number call back I'll get you right now I'm Who sorry I don't know they don't have a name uh, wait you don't recognize the number though I don't it's not one that we've been because you start learning them a little bit I mean there's I a couple that I've started to learn yeah yeah sure. you know you, you you know when it's coming or not it saw varsity's horns off that's right <laughs> yeah it wasn't Bevo at the time kind so. of vicious I mean dude it. The videos on YouTube of them doing it at the weddings. They Saw, get sawing horns off at the wedding. Well, no, singing the song. They get in like the that won't put you in the mood. They get in the big circle in the like wherever the the, the dancing's going on at the wedding do. and hold arms and lock arms and and, and I bet. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Dan and Jackson. Hey, Dan. Hi, hey, guys. You don't know my number, Neil. Dan. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Hey, Chase, we're you talking this morning, or I don't know if you talked this morning, but maybe it was Neil. Look at the top ten of the portal teams. You're not looking at SMU, UAB, um, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. You're seeing LSU, Oklahoma, Ole Miss. I mean, it. this thing has changed in a year. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many people that I've talked to in college football who are just sort of shocked yeah. about how how, well, I, how yeah, profound I mean, the change is. Even you, I mean, look, we, I mean, not saying anything negative at you, but you were thinking, look, if this is how 
Ole Miss is going to build it or how Kiffin, you know, you've been talking about this for months. Yeah. And at that time it was kind of like, well, we'll see, you know, we might take six players and there might be seven, but look at, I mean, and look, I know LSU had a coach and change and they were a bit of a mess. Would he stop? Um, but they, uh, it, this is how you rebuild a team quick. Well, listen, I was talking to someone at Arkansas today. They've got 16 kids leaving in the portal, and they're in the process of bringing like 12 in. That is massive roster change, and that's before you talk about bringing in freshmen and losing seniors and stuff. It's nuts, man. And they're not – I mean, they're on the extreme end, but they're not yeah. – they don't represent su- – they're, they're, they're not a total anomaly, if that makes any sense. I mean, it's a bunch of schools that are sort of in that boat. I know. I mean, that's Arkansas, man. It's a top 25 team this year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, I think State's lost. They lost another receiver today. It's 13 kids that have left that roster. Yeah, it's a bunch. I, yeah, that's what, well, that's what I was – like I said, somebody was like, yeah, it's a bunch, but we're not alone. I mean, I, I think 900 and something Division One athletes have entered their transfer portal. I think it's 1,100. Is it really? Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, well, they get 40-something percent of pick schools. So here's here's what I was told is don't be surprised if in mid-April the numbers just skyrocket. Yeah. If a lot of guys are yeah. like, hey, I'm going to give a spring a shot. And when spring doesn't work out, man, I'm, I'm that's it. I'm done. I'm hopping in. Like there's going to be a bunch think, of guys. Like like next year, so all these kids are transferring this year, 1,100, 1,200, whatever. They can't do it again. Right? No, they, they only get one. They only get one free one. Right, and they won't have to sit out a year. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's who's benefiting from this is that you didn't think about is our boy down at Southern Miss. Will's done a good job. Will has used the portal well. He has. He's yeah, he's man, used look. the portal to make his team a little better for sure. Yeah, he, oh, they're gonna. I think they'll be a lot better. And I think they have twelve former SEC players coming in. Oh wow! Yeah, and and also Jackson State. <laughs> what Jackson State? What are they going to do to the talent they play next year? I mean, it's going to be look. It's going to be ridiculous. Like I still want to see what they look like at the line of scrimmage. Like you know, they're adding some skill guys, but are they are they going to get so much better up front? That um, that it that you, that you really notice it. That's what I'm, I'm. I'm curious. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just I'm just kind of interested to see what they look like close to the well, close to I the mean, ball. I think it's it's to the to the talent that their the competition they have. It's going to be. Like they went eleven and two this year, and they're getting better in the board. What's your you dog's know? name? Woody, and he's just a puppy. He's eight. Eight weeks old. Yeah, I can tell he was little. What uh, what what breed is he? Uh, he is a labradoodle. Oh, got a lot of mm-hmm. labradoodles around yeah, a lot here of tonight. Those. Does he shed a lot? Those he sheds zero. Yeah, those don't yeah. shed. I'm jealous. Yeah, even when you brush him, you don't get hair. Now I have two other Scottish Terriers who are like little terrorists, and they hate him. So. Oh, I love my labs, but I have to sweep the floors two, three times a day. I cannot stand dog hair all over the floor. It drives I mean, me crazy. Well, that's why we got a labradoodle. Um, he's we had a lab for sixteen years, and it was the same way. But this one, you could brush him, and you don't even have hair on the brush. Wow! 
So what's his temperament supposed to be like? More Labrador or more poodle? I think well, his temperament is more Labrador. Now he will fetch a ball all day, but you know we'll see. He's really only a quarter Labrador. He's three quarters poodle. Oh, mm. his mom was a Labradoodle, and his dad was a full a standard poodle. But poodles are retrievers too. They were good. You know they were hunting dogs in the day. So way back in the day. How big is he? Is he going to get? I'm hoping he gets, stays around 50 pounds. Went to the vet today. He's uh, 28 pounds. So. <laughs> At eight weeks? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's not eight weeks. He's uh, 14 weeks. Oh, okay. okay. Well, still, that's weeks. pretty big. Yeah, but still, yeah. he's big. He's going to be big. Yeah. So, anyway, I just thought I want to talk about that transfer because I know you guys were talking about it and have been talking about it, and it just it blows my mind how much of this just changed and I, they've got to put some kind of a there's got to be some time they have to put on this or is this going to be stupid i mean i still I think know. there's some type of of window um i think they'll you get through this situation and then they'll go from there but yeah they, they, there's got to be something they just can't leave this open to to, to run out however long it's causing yeah, it's causing yeah. problems on multiple they're going to put runs. two windows in that's what's yeah. going to happen it's coming soon i think and the thing, like the the burden, the burden kid, the receiver from Georgia. I mean, what, what, you know, like the the linebacker from State, the Burrell or whatever. I mean, that kid's good. Oh, there's listen. There's a lot of players. I mean, if you tell the coaches, they'll tell you that there's players that get in the portal because they had a bad day. Yeah, I believe that. Just they had a bad day, got in the portal. I have a 16 year old and a kid at Ole Miss. I, I can believe that. Hmm. What a world we live in. All right, guys. Hey, appreciate all you, you guys do every day. Appreciate that. Thanks, Dan. Thank appreciate you. that. I haven't heard a conference call now in a year listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. We're glad yeah. to help. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, almost up 26, eight and a half to go. They, It would take a, a – it would take an effort to lose at this point. Your Mavericks up the three over the Suns. Suns good again? Yeah, Suns are real good. This is these are two good teams. These are playoff teams. By the way, the uh, latest mock draft came out in the NBA. Jabari Smith was number one. Oh, was he really? Yeah, yeah. He's he's legit. He's he's for real. I'm higher on him than like Jay is. Jay's like, I don't see it. I'm like, dude. What's his problem? Nothing. He just like he's not freakishly. Because he's not crazy dominant. Well, he's not freakishly athletic. But you don't have to be freakishly athletic to dominate in the NBA. You've got to be able to you have to be skilled. He's very skilled. You don't have to dunk on a thirteen foot goal. He's dunk on a ten foot goal. He's plenty capable of dunking on a ten foot goal. He'll be good. He didn't have to jump out of the building. Yeah, that's it's fun, but yeah, but there's a lot of guys that are great NBA players that are not freak athletes. I mean, by NBA standards, they're like, all very I mean, good like, athletes. Like if they were running around with you and me, they'd be like, "Oh man, look at that guy! He's a freak compared to those two cats." But yeah.
When are we coming to an Ole Miss hockey game? Where are they playing? Tupelo? Uh, they played some in Tupelo. They play some in South Haven. I've been. Right. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched them play Alabama a few years ago. Drew says Russell Wilson's interested in the Saints. You'd take that, wouldn't you? We could probably make that work. <laughs> I mean, we have, we can't afford him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the problem is the cap. Yeah, I don't know how they would make that work. You actually need a rookie quarterback. It fixes a lot of ills. It does. So it's John Sokoloff, and I like John. He reported that Lane met with JT Daniels. I can't say he's wrong. No. But I don't know. I did not hear that today. I so knew he was. I'll say if he's right, that's incredibly interesting. Well, it's it's plan B at this point. I mean, I guess it's plan E, but at this point, plan A is to get Jackson Dart. And if you don't get him, you've got to move on to what would be plan B. And that plan B would be, I suppose, Daniels. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'd have to. I'd have to dig into that, like what happened with Daniels. Now, luckily, our Georgia site's really good, yeah. and those guys would be able to help us a lot, just immediately. And I know Mike Griffith really well. I'd be able to talk to Mike and say, what happened with JT Daniels? Was it – what was it? I know there were people in Georgia that were a little surprised that Stetson Bennett came back for another year, that I think were kind of hoping Stetson would move on. So, I don't know. I've yet to have anybody who has told me they were super confident about Jackson Dark to completely back off. I've heard some frustration, but that's it. Still confident. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wouldn't think JT Daniels would come along with Jackson Dart. I don't – I think, obviously, he's not going to do that. Uh, No. He's going to go someplace where he feels like he can get the job and play. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make sense. It's just like it didn't make sense the other way, too. Oh, Memphis lost again, SMU. I hate that. That sucks. What a shock that it didn't work. I'm stunned. Blown away, really, aren't you? You stunned? Because I'm stunned. Thought for sure they'd win. So what's interesting about... um, Stetson Bennett is that if you talk to different people, you'll hear different things about how popular he is or isn't among his teammates. Oh. Meaning he may not be popular? That with some offensive people, especially receivers, they're not exactly pumped up about him. Really? Yeah. What's their issue? They don't think he can make all the throws. It limits their skill sets, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Wasn't it all about winning? Did Lane visit Dart today is the question. And I don't know. Ole Miss visited Dart today per an Ole Miss source. Whether that was Lane, I don't know. Because Lane was in Athens earlier in the day. I don't know whether he was. I know it was Weiss and maybe Baker for sure. And then. My guess is that it was them. I don't read a lot into Kiffin's tweets, do you? I I, I think so much of Kiffin's tweets are him just kind of having fun that I I, yeah. I don't I don't read into them like oh he's trying to tell the you f- can't connect all the dots he's so. trying to tell the fans something I don't I don't like yeah. I don't I don't think Lane 
looks at it as I could be completely wrong, but I don't think he looks at the number of puzzle pieces, for example. No, 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 no. I no, think no. he just hits the button a few times, and one day it's four, and one day it's six, and one day it's three. I don't, it's not because the situation's changing. I'm guessing that's pure random. Yeah. It was it was neat when it was three, and people went, oh, look, but no, I don't. Yeah, that doesn't play. That doesn't play that way to me. 662-259-0991 if you want to join us. Um, our plan for the rest of the weekend is just to kind of hold tight and wait. I would think by the end of the weekend we've got closure. I'm guessing. If we don't, they really are going to run up against the deadline. I mean, Yeah, for sure. I mean... And then I think it slows down next week towards the end of the week, all the portal stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think Ole Miss is signing anybody from the high school ranks in early February. And then I think things kind of chill a little bit. And then the portal itself heats back up mid to late April. And they kind of go from there. Hey, who do we have? Hey, guys. This is Tucker. How are y'all? Hey, Hey, Tucker. Tucker, What's what's up, up, man? Oh, nothing much. I'm uh, sitting on the couch watching y'all, hanging out with the dog. Um, the wife just went to go get a, uh, not a spray tan, but a uh, one of those like tanning things that you put on because she's in a wedding this weekend in Oxford. So, Oh, she should have come to um, Spray Tans by Cairo, although that's not here right now. <laughs> I, she, she said she didn't have time today. She's, uh, she's working and also started her 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 MBA class uh through Ole Miss online so she's a lot on her plate do you have a labradoodle too Tucker everybody else does <laughs> um Chase he is a golden doodle oh we're close you. hey yeah <laughs> and and his name is Breeze so okay and he doesn't shed so Neil would Neil would like that um but he's he, he's pretty cool he's pretty awesome a lot of doodles around here today. All of them. A lot, lot, lot of doodles. A lot of doodles. So, how, how was y'all's day? Y'all just... It's been quiet. I mean, it, it's been frustratingly quiet. I mean, all seriously, we are kind of talking about yeah. that. But, I mean, we would rather this thing go ahead and end. I mean, I don't like just sitting waiting. I mean, cause I guess it wasn't today. I guess it was yesterday the day before. And now we're, now we're talking about that we're, we're not, obviously. There's two of us. We can sort of swap it off. But you almost feel like you're held hostage a little bit. Because you can't really do yeah, anything. I mean, I, thinking that's going to be the I, second that something's going to happen. And... It's a it, it, it I, that sucks. That that's a part of it that I really don't like at all. I, I went to work and you know just throughout the day working, working, working. Let two three hours pass and I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll check and check and see if there's some some chicks there and just no no chicks. No, well, I mean, we would have to really be making something up today or be really getting deep into like 2024 offers today if we were doing a lot of chicks. Okay, today. but here, here's the question. Is this one of those situations that we're going to look back on in, you know, 24 hours, a week, whenever the time period is, and be like, mm, we should have seen the writing on the wall, you know, because it, I mean, I know everything from a, it all makes sense that, you know, Ole Miss is the answer, but if it's taking this long, it's like, all right, something's up. If Ole Miss does not get him, yes, the time period will 100% indicate that to me, that once this thing, frankly, I think got past Tuesday morning, it was a sign there was a problem. Yeah, because I feel like this is a situation where it, if it 
we're going to look back and be like, ah, you know, those were the signs that we kind of looked at and and saw or like, that's where it all kind of went wrong, whatever that was. It just feels like this is, it's dragging on for no reason. And that reason we don't know right now, but you know, it it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Now I do think it's a little bit different in the sense that as an Ole Miss fan, you have all these recruiting battles and at, at the end of the day, it just, you can kind of point to one thing. It's like, well, yeah, I understand why they went to Georgia. I understand why they went to whatever. In this one, it makes sense for them to go to Ole Miss with the whole OU thing, Dylan Gabriel, all that. But it, it still had to happen. So I feel like as a as a fan, people start to get that uh, get that you know start second guessing themselves a little bit. If Jackson Dart goes to Oklahoma, it literally goes against every just unwritten recruiting rule that we know. It's frankly, the only yeah, thing that, yeah, the, the, it, it does, which is different, which is. It, you know the outlier to to most situations, but the only thing I'm kind of curious about is we talked about this this morning or Thursday morning. If you're listening to this on Friday, I am yeah. I am curious if everyone is kind of waiting to see what really happens with Caleb Williams. Yeah, if maybe that sets the we always talk about the coaching carousel. Does that set the quarterback carousel? On a on another because well, what if round. he stays? What if he stays? If I'm Dylan Gabriel, well, like, if he I, stays, that that's the most crowded quarterback <laughs> room in the Power Five, and he's he's not going. I mean, I don't think he is, but I'm just saying, yeah. Until he actually does something, I mean, that's and I, and I guess I'm playing this out in my head a little bit. If I'm Jackson Dart, and even if I really wanted to go to Oklahoma, I can't go to Oklahoma right you now. You can't do it. No, I can't run the risk of Caleb Williams going. Nah, I'm good. Well, I mean, what happens no. with Dylan Gabriel? Has he gone to class yet? I don't know. No clue. You know, because but, if you know, he, come on, you, you're telling me you haven't called Carrie and you're not on top of that. I've asked. I don't think they know the answer to that. Which, I mean, by the way, can we get him on the show? That that dude was incredible. Yeah, we can do that. He was awesome. We could we could have some fun with recruiting stuff. He. Yeah, he, he made. He some, was trying to after, identify after if Dart was in a, in in Norman the other and night. It's all settled. The carousels, you know, stopped. But he he he's pretty good. And I think I think Kerry was joking. Last he was. Night. He did not look like Dart even a <laughs> no, little bit. He was no. he was having fun, and people were like, I can't believe he's doing this. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he's exactly being serious. <laughs> well, it, it was so great because that whole week, like, you got the interviews from the the A and M beat writer. And then you, you got the Texas guy, and then you had Carrie, and like everyone loved Carrie. And then you had the the A and M guy basically saying like, "There's no way they'd ever join the SEC." Like the show aired like hours before <laughs> that, the announcement of them moving to SEC. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> well, A and M's AD was caught off guard too. I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's that was I mean it. There's a lot of times where you're listening to the podcast in the car and you, you laugh, and that might have been like. The, the most audibly laughable moment, like in the however many years that I've been listening to you guys, that was that was hilarious. Ross had to know, right? That's why he was there. Yeah, ads don't yeah. go to that. You well, act like he's a great and actor. The best part is, you know, you, you walk up and Ross is kind of in on the joke a little bit, but he has to kind of, you know, tow the party line. Oh, no, he gets it. Well. He 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 gets it. Yeah, he's yeah. human in those he, ways. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. One one more question. You're for, good. Chase, and I'll let y'all go. Uh-huh. Chase, uh, a, a baseball question. Uh-huh. Is is the fan base as a whole, after all the stuff last year, it, are they saying, all right, you know what, it, the regular season doesn't matter. 
we are going to wait and just see what happens with the regionals, or are we going to get into SEC play? We we sweep the first weekend, and then it, there everybody's like, by God, we're back in. Um, how, how, how's this going to play out? Is it going to be different, or is it going to be the same same old song and dance? People will get emotionally invested to some extent because what else are you doing? You're it's in the fandom. season. Yeah. yeah, it's fan. You, you want them to be successful, but no, there's going to be this thing in the back of the heads that's going to keep everything yeah. still very sarcastic, um, still but, expecting but, but the shoe to drop. But that's not different than it has been, right? I mean, well, that's a, that's a good point. How is How will this year be different from any other year? Because, I mean, I, I, from speaking from my perspective, you know, I, I go down to a, a lot of the SEC home game series, and I, I'm emotionally invested. But sure. at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, mm, well, I mean, let's, let's, let's win the regional and let's see what happens. Um, but I, I feel like it's kind of the same old thing, right? I, I don't feel like anybody can be like, well, no, after what happened and he talked to LSU – like we're we're not doing it this year, you know. A lot of you know, there's also a certain board. amount of when the stadium's just freaking full, it's kind of hard to not be invested to some extent because there's so many people there. Exactly. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm, the stadium full on a Saturday in Arkansas because it's two town, different things. People are, in, it, 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 yeah, it's a home run and everybody goes nuts. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty hard not to. There, there, there are three points to this. One is. The players, frankly, because of what the program is able to do, getting them with the public and the fans are beloved. It makes you be emotionally invested in the players and want the best for them, even if you are annoyed by the administration and the coaching staff or anything else, where you end up kind of pulling for the team more than the program, if that makes Absolutely. sense. And it's the super Jacob Gonzalez and Tim Elko and all those dudes. Two, it's freaking full. And when it's full, there's emotion and energy and all these things, too, because it, it's the same reason that I don't like the – I don't like the argument of, oh, we'll see. He has all this support because they filled the stadium up. They filled, they sold seventy five hundred season tickets because there, a, a nobody wants to lose their spot in line, and then yeah. two, what else are you doing? They're going to win. It's fun. They're like what, what, whatever. It's April in Oxford. Yeah, yeah. It's eighty two degrees, and it's a Saturday afternoon, and I can go take my cooler. <laughs> I'm cool. Well, it's not warm enough to go to the pool yet. Yeah. And it's nice you weather. You played golf in the morning, and then you the, the yeah. games at one I mean, o'clock, and you, you go out and cook out good. But how is it different? You're right. I mean, some of that's going to, frankly, some of that's going to be the tenor on Mike with media with stuff. Is it going to be cool? We're going to be a little okay. edgy. I mean, it, do you really think that he's going to be different in in terms of the media? There's different levels to it, though. There's Mike at the beginning of the season, and there's Mike in the middle of the season. And I don't need Mike at the middle at the beginning. Well, if if that happens, we know the answer. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. I mean, there because here lately he's been pretty laid back at the beginning. Oh, good. really laid back, like chill. Yeah. Now I will say that there was a distinct change, and well, Chase was it was it the 2019 season where we went to the SEC tournament, and it was he was on the hot seat, and then they went on the run. He gave the speech. He, he had that change of he gave the demeanor. speech before the final game at Tennessee. And told yes. the guys, chill and, out, and it's just baseball, just so freaking play. Tight, and like he was going to strangle everybody and kind of let everybody play, and then they turned out playing the best baseball. And since then, he's kind of been a little yeah, bit. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think he was bad at all last year. He he was he got annoyed to me over Hoagland, and he was frustrated by their injuries and things going on. But I did not think that he ever overly tightened up last year. I thought he managed a good year last year. They just lost. I, I think it did, too. I, honestly, yeah. out of all the whole, you know, from a fan perspective, everybody can't, you know, 
see between all the losses. I think last year they just kind of lost the super. They just lost the super to a team who's who hit the ball really well and kind of was. They was. ran out of pitching because their best of, yeah. because their best pro prospect wasn't pitching. Yeah, that's what and happened. That, and that that in and of itself was probably the difference. And it's why this is so complicated for so many people when they have their opinions. Is that if you look at last year, I know everybody's going to say it in a vacuum. It's yep. Hoagland. That that's why they lost. I mean, he pitches; probably the they best, probably win, and probably the best top to bottom team. And all that's that. very, very true. And it's also very, very true that now Mike's one in nine in games to go to Omaha. Yep. Are, are you saying? Chase, are you saying that two things can be I, true? I am. Apparently, that is that 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 is accurate. I I, I don't I don't agree with that. The I, internet I, does I, not believe that, Tucker. The internet does not buy I, that at all. I don't. I. You have to pick I'm a side. Up on that. I, I disagree, and that's just that's 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 just ridiculous. We'll see. I mean, it's it'll be interesting. I promise that, if nothing else. Uh, and look, I mean, all right, guys, th- yeah, go ahead. We'll keep talking about it. Appreciate it. No, no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Go well, I was just going to say. I mean, look, it's the best offense Mike's ever had. I mean, they are going to hit Absolutely. the absolute hell out of it. Yeah. Hey, I mean, when Jacob Gonzalez steps up the plate, it's it's not a joke. No, you get two more years of Jacob Gonzalez. You get Tim Elko back. You get Kevin Graham back after he hit like 350, 360 last year. I mean, they're yeah. offensively, they're really damn good. If they pitch yeah. at all, they are a top five, top eight team. I did look at the uh, – I know the well, the schedule came out earlier last week, or I, I saw it this past week, that the home schedule is kind of eh. I haven't even looked and noticed it, to be honest with you. It, it's I, I, I remember I, I don't remember any of the series. I know you, you've got stayed at home and, and things like that, but the, the home schedule is kind of mad. I know you've got, I think, Tennessee, but it, it, was, it wasn't as good as last year where you, you caught, you know, Vandy and Arkansas and, you know, the, the upper the upper tier teams. Sure. But, um, well, cool. Well, appreciate you guys. Thanks, yeah, well, Tucker. Uh, appreciate you. Play. Appreciate it, bud. See y'all. Uh, Ole Miss, unless they blow a 19-point lead in 24 seconds, they're going to get the win on the road. They'll improve to 16-2 and two overall, 4-1 and one in the SEC. There's 16 seconds left. Texas a and is going to. Are they going to shoot or are they holding? Nah, they're going to hold it. So Ole Miss will win 80. She's walking. Oh, someone called a timeout? Come on. Really? Did he really call a timeout? Someone did something. There's a stoppage. 10.6 seconds left. In the oh, night. she's hurt. Oh. Oh, almost has a hurt player. I think she's okay. Appears to be. <laughs> Yo didn't seem overly concerned. The dance team girls were totally disciplined right there. What do you mean? Texas A&M's dance team They didn't girls. move look, or look anything? Look at them. Oh, she turned an ankle, though. I should be all right. You think so? Yeah, that hurts. But when you can put weight on it like that right away, you're usually pretty good. There's nothing that hurts worse. You'll be out in like half an hour. Nothing that hurts worse right away than turning your ankle. Taking her straight back. Yeah, that's a miserable feeling when it first happens. T says rank the girls. What are we ranking the girls? The women. They need to be ranked, I think is what he's saying. Ole Miss. Oh. Remember, they didn't get a vote. Oh, okay. I didn't know what we were doing there. Yeah, easy killer. I think we're just. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't I just watching I wasn't with basketball. Too. I'm too old to rank college girls. 
I live in a house with college girls. I'm not about I to. I know I committed a foul with two seconds left. What are we doing? Yeah, come on. Just get out of here. What was the line? I mean, I'm sure you could bet on it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could. So A&M needs a free throw, a miss, and a 19-point shot to win. They're shooting free throws at two to go. So I'm saying you got to make the first one, miss the second one, and hit a 19-pointer. Made the first. Halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> <coughs> Rank my children. Depends on the day. Uh, she made the mistake. A&M will look back on that free throw and go, that was it. Sure enough. Ole Miss wins 80-63. to 63. Uh, Rebels improved to 15-3 and three overall, 5-1 and one in the league. Pretty hell of, a, hell of an accomplishment. 16-2, 5-1. 16-2, 4-1 is what they are. Oh, they missed it. They, they yeah. missed up the grab. Yeah, they're messing it up. Okay. I think they're sixteen and two, four and one. Okay, I believe that is correct. It's hell of an accomplishment. Well, on their way to an she's in the mix for bit. SEC Coach of the Year, right? I don't know how because even in the preseason rankings, they were still picked like tenth or something. G two ten Reb wants to thank you for your Thursday morning. Discussion of lateral moves. You can make the argument a lot of the moves were lateral. Yes. You could. All right. We are approaching that part of the show where if you want the show to continue, you must call. It's as simple as that. It's not a threat. We're all good. Looks like Phoenix is going to hang on and beat the Mavericks. What? Um... had a buddy just send me some tweets tonight from the Memphis Tigers post game. Oh, uh, Jason Munns, I guess, covers them. I'm interested. Uh, obviously, one of the worst games of the year. We just didn't get the job done tonight. It really sucks. Penny asked if he's ever lost faith that he can get the job done. Quote, this media gets effed up sometimes, except he's not using initials. When it comes to me, stop asking me stupid effing questions. Oh, he's done. That's it. Ball right game. there. Night, night. See ya. Yeah. That's it. You got to ask a very middle, medium heat question. What was the question again? I'll give you the answer. Penny asked if he's ever lost faith that he can get the the job done. Absolutely not. Still absolutely believe in the kids, believe in the program. I believe what we're doing. We're obviously not uh, pleased with the results right now. We've got to sit back and we've got to look at what we've done and why we are getting these results. But no, do I believe that we can get it done? I absolutely do. This is a premier program. We've got a great staff. We've got great kids. We've got it. We're, we're we're on the cusp. I know you guys can't see that, and I understand the question. But no, we're we are going to get there. It's just January. If you're still asking that question in March, it's a different story. You probably won't be asking that question in March. We're going to get to work tomorrow. We're going to get it done. We're going to bounce back. Uh, these are good kids. They work really hard, and uh, I absolutely believe in the program that we've built. There's your answer. He follows it up with, stop disrespecting me, bro. Oh, he's effing done. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. Now that, what that says is I'm not equipped for this. I was never equipped for this. I don't have the, the, the mentality for this. I'm not smart enough for this. I have surrounded my program with thugs. I have allowed players to get bought. 
to the point that I have no control. I, I have control over the Memphis media, but only until the losing starts. And when the losing starts, we run into trouble. And here we are. I have no control over my program, and yes, I'm done. Hey, congratulations, Jeffrey. It's free radio tomorrow. Oh. Free radio tomorrow. What's Calkins going to do? What's the morning show? Boy. Because Jeff's all in on them, but now you have, to, you have to. Was that Jeff? I don't know what reporter it was. You have to turn on them now. That's that. That was kind of the, wasn't a 49 to 10, was it? Where it's like, you're so mad at me that you just claimed a moral victory. In year four. This is your program. Sure. Now, Jeffrey and Mark Gennato will get after him tomorrow. That will be actually a pretty good show. The question is Calkins and John Martin's shows tomorrow. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Look, Penny's let a lot of people get inside that program that did not need to be inside that program. It created a lot of distraction. It has created an atmosphere that is not conducive to winning, and you see it. Rough. It is a rough atmosphere. And here's the other dirty little secret. Everybody wants to beat his ass. Teams get up for them. The SMUs, the Tulane's, those teams. When Memphis comes to town, they they are they are ready to roll. Our picks will be up tomorrow. My picks are in. Have you put your picks in? I have not. I don't even know if I've gotten Jeffrey's yet. I've got to remind Brian. It'll be up at some. Point I told tomorrow. Brian today. Okay. Yeah. They'll be up at some time. It's Calkins that asked the question. Ooh. Oh yeah. The, the show then's really good. Now. Tomorrow the morning show. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wow. Read me the question again. Do you have it? Uh, have you ever lost faith? That you- uh, the tweet was, Penny asked if he's ever lost faith that he can get the job done. Whew. And he lost it on that. To a guy that has been an advocate. I've been all in. Oof. Yeah, I did that to Jeff, apparently. I mean, I, I, again, we're just reading here. Wow. But- Sign me up. I might have to find that stream in the morning. Ooh. Is it 8 to 10? Uh, or is it 9 to 11? 9 to 11. Yeah. And then 11 to 2, and then... 2 to 4. 2 to 4. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Jeffrey Wright, Mark Gennato show will be interesting because Mark's pretty level-headed about stuff, and that will be a that will be interesting because mm-hmm. they're done. I mean, if they don't win the conference tournament, they're done. That's a one bid league. That is a one bid. The league. American, yes, sir. This year, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, ninety two nine. Yeah, it was similar to my question to Kermit. My question to Kermit was on the heels of Kermit said, Hey, practice yesterday got shut down because the guys weren't giving effort. 
And I, I basically, he talked about they didn't have effort. They didn't have uh, toughness. And my question was essentially, I was trying to get him to, I was asking, were you frustrated? Did you think the guys were listening to you? Because you kept calling timeouts in the first half to encourage effort that you ultimately did not get as, as evidenced by the fact that you did the shift change with 10 minutes to go in the game. Right. And, and his answer was, was agitated. I mean, it was. It was an agitated answer. It wasn't angry. He wasn't like ready to rip my throat out, but he was irritated at the question. I still think it was a good question. Did you think they were listening to you? Because they didn't perform like they were listening. Right. And their body language was not that of a team that was listening. Ole Miss, I'm, I am curious to see what they look like on Saturday afternoon, what their body language is like, how hard do they play. Ole Miss Banker says it's really annoying to hear Kermit talk about how he knew losses were coming one or two days ago. I, I, I completely agree. If if I were his media advisor, I would advise him to stop saying that. It's your job to see it coming and to prevent it from coming. And when you see it coming and you can't prevent it from coming, it reflects on whether or not you have lost your team. And for the record, I don't think he has, but it does beg that question, right? If you're urging guys don't not hey we got to have more effort and then you don't get the effort the following the follow up question is easy why did you not get the effort you saw that you weren't getting the effort you asked for more effort you didn't get the effort why not says Calkins tweeted about it yeah I was just texting with Jeffrey he said that Calkins did ask the question okay. This media gets effed up sometimes when it comes to me. Stop asking me stupid effing questions. Hmm. Hmm. Not good. Not good at all. No, not at all. Uh... Kermit has a press conference tomorrow on Zoom. We'll find out whether Austin Crowley is available. My my guess is that he's closer to available. He really turned that ankle on Saturday night. He was not available on Tuesday, but I'm sure they're hopeful that he can at least give them something on, on Saturday. Drew says, do they have media advisors? They do, but oftentimes at that level, they don't really feel like they have a voice, and so they don't really advise. Certainly not with coaches. They advise players, but they don't advise coaches. Yeah. And, and it kills them because, boy, the, sometimes the coaches could use some help. Uh, anything else, Chase? You good? I think we're good. I think we're fine. Okay. So we will have uh, we'll have coverage of whatever happens in recruiting or doesn't happen in recruiting over the next 40, 48 to 72 hours. Ole Miss, Mississippi State basketball on uh, Saturday from Startville, 3 o'clock. We'll have uh, some coverage from there as well. Um, I won't be there, but we'll have coverage from there. Everything's by Zoom anyway. There's no reason to go. Um, what else do we have? Who do the women play Sunday? Do they play Sunday? I'm sure they do. But okay. Not yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll f- figure that out. We'll get some coverage. 
try to get her uh, Zoom call if it's available on F- FTP tonight. I'll put what that up. That? Huh? What day is that? Sunday would be my guess. That's what women typically play. Oh, actually, uh, they're a big game. They're uh, against. They're in Lexington for a ranked Kentucky team on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So big game for the women. We'll we'll talk about that on Monday as well when we get together again for the Oxford. eleven a.m. on Sunday. Oh wow. Okay. The Oxford Exxon podcast on Monday morning. Until then, thanks to everybody for calling, for uh, being with us in the stream. Really appreciate it. Thanks for making us a part of your day, a part of your week. For Chase, I'm Neil. Talk to you Monday. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.